Does your business spend $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power & Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. We're only a few weeks away from Halloween. It's October 17th, 2020. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. You're here at Radio Law Talk. Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter, are here. We are going to have a lot and f- lot of fun. I, I'm going to say locked and loaded today. And I was thinking, well, is that a politically, uh, is that something political? No, we're locked and loaded, ready to go. We're going to have a good time. Man alive, I, I just don't know why our weather is so nice. It's just, it, I tell you, through probably December, we're going to have nice weather. It. We're just having a beautiful day. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek legal counsel. We're not giving legal advice. This is an exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show that I bet you will never leave if you're joining us for the first time. Because we do have someone joining us for the first time. Did you guys know that? Oh, I haven't brought this up do to tell, you. Do tell. Do tell. And, and, and Todd Cunin... This will be extra special to you. Uh-oh. So uh, Todd Cunin is a former prosecutor for the district attorney's office in California and Tennessee and now has his own uh, uh, criminal law practice. Denise is a family law attorney. I'm a personal injury lawyer, and Cal Hunter thinks he's a lawyer. So um, that's that is, what that we That is have. not true. I just finished law school in my mind, and I took the bar, and I passed in my mind. And by, well, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays you take the bar online, so it doesn't matter, right? That's yes, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, we've got a great new affiliate, WRKQ Madisonville, Tennessee. Where is that? Madisonville, Tennessee, 12.50 a.m. And is is it Madisonville or is it Madisonville? I don't know. It it would would be Madisonville as if if it was just V-L. Yeah, Madisonville. Uh Madisonville? Madisonville. Okay, Madisonville, Tennessee, WRKQ, 12.50 a.m. Welcome. Uh, Welcome, welcome. welcome. You're going to enjoy this. We have a lot of fun. We do. Uh, this is people like I, I. I remember I talked to an owner of one of the stations one time, uh, not too long ago, 
And he's like, you know, what? I'll be honest with you. Radio Law Talk, that's the first thing. What do people always say? Oh, that would be boring. This is a really entertaining and fun show we have. Uh, but we do, you know, get into a few topics. We we do a thing called Case or No Case. Those of you who are new, Case or No Case is basically Cal, our producer, is going to tell us about a case, and we try to tell him if it's true or not, and if it is a true case, what the scenario was, and and what the outcome was. Cal, who um, thinks he's a lawyer. Yes, who thinks he's a lawyer, <laughs> and he sits and he at his bathroom. He has all kinds of books, so who knows what he's what he's reading up on. I study a lot. <laughs> he does. You can call us at eight five five. Law Radio, 855-LAW-RADIO. Denise? 855-529-7234. He loves to get me like that. I just do that all the time. It's amazing that she just knows that. It's just automatic for Denise, (laughs) and that's what we do. Remember, uh, we're going to talk about Amy Barrett's confirmation hearing. This, This show is a politically neutral show. We, As lawyers, we like to argue both sides, and that's the way it is. But this is interesting about her i don't care what side of the aisle you're on that is one super bright special lady and i just that's just me i mean she's got children she's got a minivan uh, and and she's a professor and she's done a lot of wonderful things and no notes no notes that she, was cool. she had the I testimony yeah. of the yeah. lady that uh the the clerk that was blind that she helped out was was great. I mean, just just some. Again, there may be some political differences with people with her, but as a person, it sounds like a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady that is going to take the place of someone that I don't always agree with. But uh, Justice Ginsburg was a phenomenal person, um, and so uh, she was gonna, a great justice. Yeah, yeah. She just she was brilliant. Her mind. Whether you agree or disagree, yeah, they play that because her and I had a thing going. That's exactly right. She was my fave. Fred, Fred my loved, fave. Fred loved our yeah, But well, I, I met her, right? Yeah. I, I met he her. Did. I did her personally, and yeah. she said you described her as like being uh, the, the queen the, of England. The queen of England. Oh no! Yes. When she walked up. She says, "Sir Frederick." Yes. And, so valiant. Yes. and holds out her hand in a white glove. Yeah. White glove, and I, I high-fived her. And I yeah. said, is that what you're looking at? So, so here, here's, what, here's what I want to know. So, so you, have, you have Sir So-and-so yeah. the Valiant, uh-huh. you know, Sir Edward the this, Sir Edward uh-huh. the, you know, so-and-so. So what what are you, Fred? Are Sir you, Frederick the Great. Uh, is it the Great? Is the that, Great, yes. Uh, so we're not going <laughs> Sir Frederick the Humble. <laughs> Sir Frederick. <laughs> The chaste. <laughs> Sir Frederick. The chaste. The chaste. Maybe back when I was 16. <laughs> Maybe 20, all right. And, and, and what would yours be, Todd? But mine? Yes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm the court jester. I don't get Sir. I'm just He's the court the jester. jester. <laughs> Denise would be queen. She, she's similar to uh, Queen Amadala. Queen Amadala. What's her name? Queen. Queen, Queen, it's Amada, Queen Amadala. No, that's, what's the know, one that's in Star, Star Wars. Wars? What's the Star yeah. Wars? Yeah, that's it's, yeah, uh, Queen it's Amadala. Padme Amadala. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. She's like special. When oh, she's so, here, people say, "Look out! Here comes Denise." So, so who's yeah. your Anakin Skywalker? That's what I want to know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Denise is because this, just so you know, again, 
first joining, the look on her face when the three of us boys get rolling is yeah. like, I thought we're going to talk law. And all of a sudden it gets quiet in that corner of the studio, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Well, well, that's why you guys do it. Well, you like me to be quiet. This is not true. And by the way, we're socially distanced. We're, nobody's wearing a mask That's because true. we're far enough apart. We just want all of you to know that we're well, taking every safety precaution. Yes. <laughs> no, we're way far apart. Yeah, Todd <laughs> likes cats. He's divorced and looking for a wife. So no, let's see. Let's see. Some of those, some of the things in that phrase. Anybody were, in Tennessee? Were correct, and some were not. Madisonville. Matt. I, I, like, I like. I like cats. I am divorced. Two of two of those three were correct. I'm looking for a spouse. I don't know. Well, the spouses aren't looking for <laughs> yeah. you. No, I no, saw no. somebody drop off their cat today. Just drop them out of the car and leave. Oh, I hate that. Oh. I took a picture of the license plate. I don't know. You know what? what? I could though between do, you but... and I, they would drop them off at my place. And those of you don't know me, I live in the country. Yeah. And we're like. Great. <laughs> Too many Great. mountain lions. No, yeah, no, we have, we love it. They mice, they go out and mouse. Someone dropped off a whole litter one time, like ten. Oh my and, gosh. And they, were, they weren't too small. They were big enough to survive. And I, there's still, and that was probably no lie, eleven, twelve years ago. There's one still we see roaming way out in the in the fields still. Turn feral. Yeah, huh? turn feral. I'm so glad you don't hurt them though. No, I love I Thank I love you. them. To, I'm not a cat person inside, mm-hmm. but I love them to be out and mousing. They're they are great for uh, throwing in the barn and keeping. You give them a little bit of food and a little bit of water. Well, the water's around us, so it doesn't, they don't need to give them water. We give them a little bit of food to keep them around, but you don't give them too much because you give them too much, they're not going to feral. Right. And I'm telling you, those cats will keep your barn area. We have hay, and there's there's mice coming around the oh, hay. Yeah. And yeah. oh my gosh, between the owls and the hawks and the and the feral cats, we have no mice. Excellent. That, that's, that's good so because they so can't much. get to your wiring in your car. That's true. That's exactly right. <laughs> We're going to talk about her, Amy Barrett. We're going to talk about Phil Collins, Collins, an interesting lawsuit that Denise is going to talk about, about marriage. Brad Pitt is being sued. The weirdest situation, and it's very interesting after I studied this to really kind of jump on Brad's side on this one. Um, we got uh, some interesting lawyer letters we might get to. Um, and lawyer things, but we're going to talk, we talked a few uh, weeks ago about Bill Murray and the Doobie Brothers, but we've got to bring up one more time, I want to do it, we're going to bring up these letters that were written between the attorneys. It was funny, sometimes it's smart to repeat things. We, we just read the letter that was sent to Bill Murray, we did not read oh, the response okay, so that the... Bill Murray's lawyer sent back, that that's going to be That's what we're going to yeah. talk about when we come back. And that is hilarious. And that's the antics that lawyers do sometimes are more interesting than the actual cases. And that's the case here. So we're going to be right back after this. Join us. Uh, we're going to have more fun. Yeah, stay there because we have a lot more Radio Law Talk coming up, including a case or no case that will take you to the Netherlands. That's all coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk. Stay there. We'll continue. RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. 
That's 800-670-0940. I like the Amargosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk. Hmm. Okay, maybe I have a configuration issue. Can you not hear yourselves? I don't want anybody muted. Oh, okay, no, there we're we go. all on. We hear. Right. Let's just let, wait. Hold on. Let's on my just... console, I have a thing called mute groups. No. That's all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we just be silent <laughs> Sorry for a while, that. Cal? Well, dead air. I have a sponsor for that. It's a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> let's roll case or no case, Cal. Dead air brought to all you right. by the Herman <laughs> Funeral Home. Yeah, you're right. That work that well. <laughs> now it's time to play case or no case. All right. Okay, here Ready. we go. I take you to the Netherlands where Emil Rattleband was oh born, R A T E L Rattleband was born in 1949. Now Emil looked great, excellent shape, and he was de- he decided he wanted to change the birth year on all of his official paperwork from 1949 to 1969. He said, you know, then I could buy a new house, maybe a new car. You know, the banks would loan me money because they wouldn't think you're going to die in in a year. And he said, besides, I can maybe take on a new job and uh, maybe, who knows, find a a sweet young thing, you know. (laughs) So anyway, that's where he was. And he said people identify as a different sex, a different nationality. And so I choose to identify as a man who is 20 years younger than I am. And so, Mr. Cunin, I'm going to start with you today. Uh, thanks for the way to keep your eyes down and avoid eye contact, but it didn't work. Case or no case, what say you? So, uh, did a person lie about their age to gain some sort of a benefit? Hmm, how, what, what, nobody's ever thought of that before. <laughs> well, yeah, but to him, he said that that's, this is just what I identify as. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it, it does put an interesting slant on the whole whatever you identify as you can be. Um, idea there, and it's certain it's only a matter of time before somebody tried it. So I'm going to say that this uh, is a case. What the heck? We're starting a new. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. We are all at zero right yeah, now, aren't we? We're zero. So that's correct. So I'll say that this is a case and that the matter is still pending. Okay, and by the way, Denise, you are now deemed the official scorekeeper. So, Denise Dirks. Uh, yes, I like this one. I do too. I like yeah. it. It is a yeah. twist on. How you identify and, right. and with what, um, you know, category you identify with. And here he's saying, I identify with a younger person. So I want to have my my age, my birth certificate legally changed. And this is one of those where I just think that your mind got creative. You're reading something about it and you're questioning about how somebody could identify as something different. And then you're like, hey, I feel young. So I wonder if I could change my age. Let's ask the experts. Great case or no case? Thank and you. And I'm going to say no case. Uh, yeah, I was going to say great case or no case. <laughs> no <laughs> case for you. <laughs> okay, Mr. Penny, what say you? Denise, that was case so or no eloquent case? because what we learn in case or no case is not legal things, is trying to figure out Cal Hunter. It's like a good trial lawyer figures out the jury, don't they? I mean, you've got to have the facts. You've got to have a case. But you've got to know your audience, and it's Cal Hunter. And, Denise, you nailed it on the head. I know in the news there's, you know, what people identify themselves as, and I 
I, you're th- Cal's just sitting there in his bathroom with the books all lined up on his shelf <laughs> that he reads while he's in the bathroom. Well, and he was saying to himself, phone. you know what? No, he's got his phone, too. He's got his phone. He's a oh, my gosh. Three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, never by a the winner. way. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. That is a scenario, not many, or maybe not even a scenario, a made-up scenario, but it is not a case. You are tricking us. Okay. Well, I, I, I love listening to your logic. It's impressive to hear great legal minds work like yours. All of you coming up with reasons <laughs> it should be a case or not a case. So, Mike, uh, okay, those of you who say it is not a case, that would be Fred and Denise. It's oh, a case! Oh, my gosh, <laughs> it's, it's a, a real case! Oh, my heavens! That's really a case! It was a case. Oh, my God! It was, according to the uh, the uh, document I was reading, <laughs> which is probably Uncle oh. John's bathroom reader. I don't know. <laughs> but, but according to that, it was dismissed. And as soon as the judge saw the case, he said, this is ridiculous. Case dismissed. Uh, so anyway, This was the back in, in the Netherlands. Yeah, that was in the so Netherlands. So do you get yeah. two? I get one point. One. That's because what I Because I, I, I said it, it was yeah. still pending. So. Yeah. And oh. next time, by the way, I'm going to take you to... Beverly Hills, California, Ooh. and that. Thank you, Cal, sure, case for no stumping case, right? the yeah. most of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, you know what happened, Denise? What happened to you on this case? What happened? What happened to me? Was me following your suit, which gave you bad luck. You know that happens all the time. <laughs> <sighs> you know what's interesting? Okay, now, does, you want to know some interesting notes about Judge Ginsburg, and uh, Justice Ginsburg? Let me tell you. The first thing is, did you know, again, What's going on when there are uh, justices chosen, especially the last few times, it's been very hotly contested, and it goes by party lines, pretty much, you know? Did you know that uh, it was Clinton that uh, nominated Ginsburg, and her Senate vote was 96 to 3 confirmation? Three people voted no. That is crazy. I mean, that's talk about everybody agreeing on it. They used though, to be unanimous. I mean, they were yeah, usually they just walked it, through and boom, it was yeah, like it mm. happened. Right. But that's a statistic with her. But an important thing that Amy Barrett. This is what Amy Barrett is. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett is a, an intelligent uh, woman that I think is is a brilliant mind. Whether you agree or disagree with her politics, but this is what she did. And this, I, I guess some others have done it, but I didn't know that. So Justice Ginsburg, when they ask, there are certain canons that the judges have to follow. And the canons are like ethics rules. And when we come back, I want to talk about those ethics rules. And one of the quotes that I don't know if the Democrats like it or not, but it's a quote that Judge Ginsburg, Justice Ginsburg had made that is being used and is a very interesting quote. And then we're going to go into... Um, Amy Barrett, some of the things that she talked about, and we're going to we're gonna discuss it as lawyers. We'll be back after this. It's fascinating stuff when people get down and start grilling a person who wants to be on the highest court in the land. Sometimes it makes you wonder why they go through it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of things to jump through. So all of that's coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk. We invite you to stay tuned. Our program will continue after this bottom of the hour break.
We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Boys are weird. Are you serious? This is Radio Law Talk. 27 years ago, Justice Ginsburg said as follows, A judge sworn to decide impartiality can offer no forecasts, no hints, for that would show not only disregard for specifics of the particular case, it would display disdain for the entire judicial process. And that's kind of what Amy Barrett has been uh, saying in her, not, not all, but in her confirmation hearings. Another thing that's interesting that she said that I kind of liked was um, that she said, uh, <laughs> she said something to the effect of, now that would make me a political pundit, wouldn't it? And therefore I'm not going to answer that. But I like some of the things she's saying and, and what she's doing, whether you agree with what her you think her beliefs are. And I say that, you never know when they hit the Supreme Court exactly how these justices are going to rule. You've got Kavanaugh that has already come out and ruled on some stuff that you're like, what? He went kind of a little bit left on that, you know? You, 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 and let, so you never know. Take the LGBTQ issue yeah. with uh, with regard to employment. 
And, you know, the, the very first judicial nominee under President Trump was Neil Gorsuch. And everybody thought, oh, this is, the, there go the rights for the LGBTQ community. They're going to go out the window. Gorsuch wrote the opinion protecting the rights. Yeah. You don't know how people are going to review. I'm certain that when Justice Roberts was nominated to not only be on the Supreme Court, but the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court by uh, then President Bush, that there were a whole host of people thought, oh my gosh, here comes the conservative majority. And yet, what have we seen in the last decade plus in terms of how Justice Roberts has He ruled? pretty much stepped in the shoes of Kennedy. He, he's, he, he's kind of down the middle guy. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and Kennedy was a surprise for a lot of people. Right. You know, Kennedy was very vocal about LBGQ rights and... And all of that as well. He and, was a swing vote, wasn't he? Yes. He was a lot of time. Kennedy was a swing vote. Yes. You know, he, and Denise, it, you knew you knew you oh, had classes with him. Oh, I studied with him in Salzburg, and yeah. I did a East West. Um, well, I did a whole summer of study, but with him particularly, we did a comparison between the Declaration of Human Rights for the European Declaration of Human Rights and the U.S. Constitution. Awesome. And it was the summer before he went up on the Supreme Court. But he had already been appointed, and everybody was there. These women were all trying to find out his views on right of privacy and all of these different things, and he wouldn't give it up. No. Not for your life. And yeah. it, it was really fun. You know, one, one of the things that I think that really does a disservice to the American public is the way judicial opinions are reported in, in the news and the way they're disseminated to the public. I'll, and I'll give you an example, because the way they're reported makes it sound like judicial activism is a lot more than what we really see. And the example I use is the Affordable Care Act and Justice Roberts' decision um, when writing for the majority in the Affordable Care Act. Now, his decision saved, essentially, Obamacare. That's viewed as being, you know, the, the way he, he ruled saved Obamacare. But the way it's reported is... It makes it sound like Roberts came up with this novel idea about whether or not it was a penalty or a tax and threw it in there, and that's what saved the act, was him coming up with this idea. And that is not what happened. What happened was both sides presented arguments, and the side for the government, in support of Obamacare, put forth an argument in their legal briefs. They argued it before him and the rest of the justices at argument, and the justices decided which argument held, in their opinion, more legal water. They didn't come up... Oh, Roberts yeah, didn't, in other words, they said it is within the purview of Congress to legislate about tax. Because that was, was basically what the but, small but, but, answer but, but was. But he ruled but that. Again, he didn't say it. He ruled he it. That's ruled critical, it. He right. didn't yeah. say it. And that's the critical point. Roberts didn't come up with this idea that Congress can do that. Roberts heard the argument from those in support of Obamacare saying Congress can do that and then ruled... I agree with you. Yeah. They came up with the idea and presented it to him. He ruled on the idea. He didn't come up with the idea on his own. And when we hear judicial activism, the first thing most people think up is some judge sitting there coming up with legal theories and then imposing that will on the people. The judges rule on the arguments that are presented to them. They don't right. come up with them on their own. And that, to me, is a big disservice to the American public, that they don't get that. They, they think that the judge is coming up with this stuff. No, I'm ruling on the arguments that other people brought to me. And Well, for the most part, there are some 
cases where you do judicial, see judicial little, activism. Well, you, you might you know. see it in the side, kind of on the side. Yeah, yeah there, there yeah. might be some cases, but again, the, the tough thing is unless we can come up with a specific example of where that's happened and, and, and point out why that is in the, in the severe minority – even saying that leads people to think, oh, yeah, it happens all the time. And it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. It just doesn't. I mean, no, many it doesn't. Times people it's, rare, think, it's fairly rare. Yeah, many times people think, Fred, that the Supreme Court is nothing more than just a little tiny legislature that makes its own little laws no. up as it goes. No. And, and and sometimes, you know, I've looked at, you know, I, I look at a very controversial decision, Roe v. Wade. You know, there was some addition, additional rights placed in the Constitution that really weren't necessarily there, according to one interpretation. So well, it depends on if you believe uh, that you should interpret. Right. Um. It, it's how you interpret, how you interpret the Constitution. That's the point. That's the point. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a it there's different ways strict. to right. do it. Right. Is it a strict? And are you a strict constructionalist right. or are you textist where you're just right. looking at the text or are you somebody's looking at the historical um, point of it to see what the the rights were an and then yeah and then whether or not you can make it evolve. Right. Um. Right. I personally believe that it's a living document. And that it does have to evolve somewhat, because otherwise it wouldn't make sense. Right, but this great living document has a process for that. It's called amendments. Yeah. And it doesn't say a judge gets to change it by waving a hammer. So amendments are how it should be changed. Well, you look yeah. at Plessy v. Ferguson. That's an exact, exact good place where they said we're going to legislate separate but equal concepts. I mean that yeah. that case is a very good case like that. Where did they get that in the Constitution? Well, because separate but equal. Because there's no racial distinction in in the endowed by their creator. That is how it says it's equal. But but yeah, yeah but yeah, separate. But separate, but equal is, separate is the part. That was part. Some goofball. Eight five you know, five. Very strange. I, I'm interrupting here. Eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. If you want to uh, call in and talk to Cal, eight five 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 two nine. Seven two three four. You can talk about his family. Fred Saber, because I don't. Do, <laughs> Todd, you had a comment that I want to go. I want to let's talk well, a little well, bit I, about. I would just uh, say that even in Plessy v. Ferguson that you just mentioned, that was because parties brought arguments to the court on either side of the whatever the issue was, and the court had to determine which side, which position made more legal sense to them. They didn't come up with the the court. The, the positions did not originate with the court. They originated with the parties arguing before the court, and then the court had to make a decision as to which side they were going to agree with. Right. Yeah. And, let me tell and you some about... decisions are based on law, and some may not be. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Us, uh, and we do like to brag a little bit. It seems like we really hit the nail on the head a lot of times in Radio Law Talk as to what's going on. You ready for a prediction? And again, don't look. We got all these disclaimers. Read the disclaimers at radiolawtalk.com. But let me tell you what I think is going to happen. I think she's clearly going to get get appointed, and I think some of the biggest decisions she's going to make in her life is the freedom of religion against other things. Because what's happening now, a lot of those we've discussed are butting heads the freedom of religion, and other things that conflict with the freedom of religion, that's going to be the most difficult decisions coming down the Supreme Court in the next 10 years, in my opinion. And I predict something, too. I predict that Thomas is going to continue to act out in the way of dissent and um, say how he feels about trying to change different laws that exist because he's become extremely vocal about what he believes they should be looking at and um, deciding, and that—that's to me is new. 
so that's, that is a new that's, kind okay, of that's, it's, fun let's thing. Stay, I want to stay on this because I want to go over a little bit about about her. We've got about a we got a minute to. I, they call her a legal titan who drives a minivan. Don't forget, <laughs> she's a former uh, professor at Notre Dame, uh, a mother of seven. Two of the children, I believe, are from Haiti or one yes. from they're Haiti. Yes, they're adopted. Yeah, they're adopted. Um, she she is the seventh U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals at Chicago. Um, <clears throat> she has said a number of things, and I want to go over those things. I know we're dragging out, but there's some interesting things that she said that I want to discuss. One of them is she said that judges are not policymakers, and that's exactly right, and they should not be policymakers. And she said, I don't have an agenda, and she's going to stick to the rule of law and decide the cases as they come. Thus, going to what Judge Ginsburg said, which was, do not discuss what you might be saying or what you believe in the future then you are a pundit a political pundit instead of a judge and we'll be back after this lots of interesting things to talk about coming up right here on radio law talk feel free to call us you can use our twitter account facebook or all over social media too and we'll be right back all advertising for legal services on radio law talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes, sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. 
Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick, whack them, spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick whack. Car wash, get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dog. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. Now, they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens? More than one in four high school students are vaping, and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe? Marketing. Same lies, different day. Tell Big Vape to quit lying. Your voice, your vote. In our democracy, they matter and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count. Get registered. Learn the issues. Know the candidates. And vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. That is Armadillo. And now back to Radio Law Talk. Here are Todd, Denise, and... Frederick Penny. Hey, you know what we're talking about, uh, Amy Barrett uh, in the United States Supreme Court, and I'll get to that. We have a caller. I'll get to him in a second. But some interesting things that I want to note note down. Uh, now, she said she's an uh, originalist and a textualist type philosophy like Scalia did. By the way, Scalia, another brilliant mind, um, and, and she clerked for Scalia. But here's the best part about it. Coons, Senator Chris Coons says to her, uh, basically, well, do you, you know, do you agree with everything he said, or Scalia, because you clerk from everything he said? First of all, she said no, but then she went on to say, and I quote, and I love this about her: "I hope that you aren't suggesting that I don't have my own mind." <laughs> and it was just, just a stab. I just, I love her little, uh, little, uh, very intelligent mind, but she'll pop back at it. Well, yeah, and it's, it's this, it's this idea. People think that, oh, whoever is nominated is going to come in and be a puppet or a robot for anybody that ever talked to her about this before, or the person that nominated her, or, or whatever. And we've just seen historically that has not been the case with other justices that have been nominated, and she says it's not going to be a case with her either. Right, uh, d- but they, but you have to ask the questions. In my opinion, and the reason is because she does come out that she is very Catholic, and Catholics for long period of time didn't believe in contraceptives and where does she get to say that I can't use them and so that's why the questions that they, she was asked are appropriate to be asked she, you can't assume what she's going to say you can't assume how she's going to judge but I do think that it's right to ask the question right but I think that's interesting her response was oh, yeah, that's legislative tart. no that was but then she went on and said that's a legislative thing and I doubt it's going to be overturned she said in other words, saying that you can't use contraception, you know, it's a religious thing. So, yeah, yeah she's like, that's legislative, and I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. David, you're on the line about uh, the United States Supreme Court. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, perfect. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I got a very succinct, uh, uh, on point question, but, but let's get the laughs first. So, um, the, the kids, the little, the kids, uh, say when you intro there, I, it got, got me confused a little bit. Wh- which one of you is the dodo? Which, uh, boys all, are weird. Boys are weird. All three are weird. That, that is, that is anecdotal. What are they? Oh, anecdotal. 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 Like okay. an anecdotal means like uh, I know you know what it means, but it's like it's we should it's on the side. It's, that's the problem. We always say oh, okay. things off the off the cuff that shouldn't be discussed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I like the dodo version better. A dodo. Okay. That's <laughs> and, and now the, the just shows and, you hear and, what and you want to hear. <laughs> Go ahead. <Dave. laughs> Yeah, and, and the question, and here's the second laugh, since you, you guys are the experts. Um, no, the, not experts. Uh, I have a friend that, that is a paralegal in, uh, in Germany, actually studying to be a lawyer. But, um, and I was uh, enlightened to the fact uh, that, uh, which I didn't know before, is that in Germany, apparently they, they don't, uh, are not bound to previous case law. Uh, the judges refer to previous case law, refer to precedent, but they're not bound by previous decisions. And apparently that may be based out of Roman law as compared to whatever whatever ours is based out of English common law. Huh. I don't know, and I'd, I'd like to ask, uh, what are the pros and cons of the two different systems, and, and why are we bound to this one and them to that one and that kind of thing? Yeah, I think you're talking, David, about stare decisive. Hey, we're going we're gonna to take it off uh, the air. Thanks, David, for your call. Okay. But yep. stare decisis is what Judge Barrett was talking about, which is stuff that's already been decided that really – you don't need to change. It's already been decided. That's that's kind of what she believed in. And David brought up a great point, which is which I didn't know that David, by the way. That's uh, that in other countries they're not bound by stare decisis or other case law that is I'll call the foundation, right? Yeah. So, so the idea here is whether or not it's persuasive authority versus binding authority. You have to right. go along with what the previous is. And stare decisis is, is more than persuasive. It's binding. But it does not mean that it is absolute, that this is what must happen. And quite frankly, we have some excellent examples in history where the court ultimately said, hey, what we decided before was not right. And, and the first case that comes to mind is Dred Scott. Where the U.S. Supreme Court decided that a person, because of their color of their skin, was three-fifths of what a a white person was. And that was back in the 1800s, and it was a deplorable decision, just Mm -hmm. absolutely horrible. I mean, talk about taking in the uh, Declaration of Independence the phrase, all men are created equal under their creator – and then having a court 100 years later say, well, except for these folks. they, you know, right. That was just a horrible decision. And stare decisis, if it was strictly enforced and nothing ever changed, it would still be the law. But thankfully, judges came along and, and based on arguments and, rule, and interpreted right. said, yeah, no, we're going to move off of that because that is terrible. So, so it, it's not absolute, but the pro to stare decisis is you always get an idea of what the legal framework is. I, I use this example. How difficult would it be in a, in a household, for example, where every morning the kids woke up 
<laughs> it was a different rule. And it was a different set of rules. What was okay yesterday is now, and you have no idea. Hey, let's do that for what our kids the, for a week. Oh, and see it would drive happen. them nuts. We'll see no, what it's happens. really dark. That's hard on kids. It is. Yeah, That's hard on kids. Because th- there has to be a structure. It, right. Stare decisis is one of the best ways to maintain structure in the law. Now, I don't know the ins and outs um, of, of German law and how they do that, but they do use it as persuasive authority. But maybe they look things more on a fact-to-fact basis. But the pro to stare decisis is it's a great way of providing structure so long as it's not inappropriately constructed, as he saw with Dred Scott. So German law is based upon Roman law and also has Napoleonic law in it, too. So they have pulled from it. And in the 1940s, I think it's 46 or something, they have a new constitution that also brings in a whole different realm. So they don't have what they have more like policy that is um, regulated and enforced by the courts there. But that's not stare decisis. It is exactly what you say. It's more persuasive, but it's not necessarily controlling. So you don't know 10 years from now what's going to happen. And from the Napoleonic law side, that is so similar to what we have in Louisiana. Louisiana is the only state of our union that has Napoleonic codes from France, and that's how their law is. Their law is substantially different than all other states in our union, first day which of, is really a, a cool thing. Cool. First, first, yeah. day, first day of law school, 1995. They're having. They're talking to all of the first-year students, and the dean of our school says, "Now, how many people want to practice in California?" Everybody raises their hand, and then he says, "How many people want to practice in Louisiana?" I went to a California law school, and about three people raised their hand, and he looked out, and they said, um, "Get their names. We, we need to talk because this may not be the right school for you." Because everything yes. that you're going to learn in every law school outside Louisiana is based on common law, and the Napoleonic Code was so different yes. that this might not be the best preparation for you to take that bar and to practice law there. It, yeah, their bellments are different. Their tenant, landlord tenants, different. I mean, we're talking like sometimes it's opposite of what what we would just common sense think it would be the and, case. And I didn't know that uh, German law was based upon essentially Roman law yeah. and the Napoleonic Code, which yeah. makes me wonder if their law is one of those where we want to conquer everything and then we're going to surrender. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> the Romans colonized everything and the French always... <laughs> Whatever. Are you uh, on the French yeah, again? He's I, 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 again. I may again. be. I hey, all of our French affiliates are going to drop us now. So I don't know. Are we in France? Uh, no, but we're are. in Louisiana. We are, we're in, near New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, all right. We got to be careful. Well, we just lost one affiliate. Well, name, so that's right. well we can go that on. Was a great co- that was a great question, David. It was. And yeah. I, you know, to pull this back to Barrett, yes. um, what she said about precedence. She said press. there are two kinds of precedents. There's a precedence that is not questioned anymore, and that one will never be reviewed, and it's just automatically, it's a precedent for us. But she said there are other precedents where um, that, oh shoot, I'm going to forget it, they, they, where the there is a question as to law that re, re, um, impacts a past precedent. And when you have a past precedent that can still be discussed because there's other issues of law related to that, then they can be discussed and they may not be precedential. And the terminology she used was a super precedent versus a non-super precedent. And and a super precedent is one where people don't still, it doesn't keep coming up about whether or not this was rightly decided or wrongly decided. Correct. So we're going to come back. We're going to come back hour two where we got more discussion. We're going to move on from uh, Justice Barrett. um, and and I, I, I just think she's going to be confirmed. I think she's going to be a strong 
Justice. That that whether you agree with her or not, I think she's brilliant. And oh, and and you like her. I know. Todd, oh yeah. Todd likes her. We'll be back. Todd thinks she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not blind. <laughs> wow. Got that last second. <laughs> Lady looks hot in a robe. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. Oh, please stay with us. Come on. We'll be back with more radio love talk. We promise. Don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Jen London with The Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. They've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. I was so glad that I called A Place for Mom. My advisor really listened and was truly my partner in finding senior care for my dad. She went out of her way to get to know him as a person and was always there whenever I had a question. The senior living advisors at A Place for Mom partner with thousands of families every month, listening and offering local knowledge and advice to help find the best senior living communities across the country. And it's a free service. Here's the number. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. There's a place for answers. A Place for Mom. Call today. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. That's 1-800-370-2715.